This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Heidi ho, hoes. How the heck are you? Just right off the top of my head, it's amazing. The Monty Show. On Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. Yeah, we got to talk about the national championship. Yeah, we got to talk about Jackson Dart. Antonio Brown went full send. Anything else you want to? No, I think that covers it, dude. There's nothing else happening. We're good. We're good. You are in a um, particularly snitty mood this morning. I don't know what you're talking about. As Jake is dealing with the coronavirus. I don't, yeah. yeah. You don't have it. I don't believe that I have it. But that ass may very well have it. Yeah, the vid. So You're really upset about this. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind pissed of, off about it. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised by it. Like, you're really... It, like I it's mean, frustrating. It it is. It, it's frustrating. There's no other way around that. It's it is. Yeah, dude. Like it damage. is. Like you know. Yeah. Make make a TikTok out of it to have fun with it, right? Like Jesus. You know. It just is. It's frustrating as hell. You know. Like the coronavirus. Yeah, dude. Like it is. It is. Um. But you're upset. Okay. So I, and I guess maybe we just talk about this right out the gate. The out coronavirus. The Yo. Um. And trust me, we're going to get to how bad the Jazz are and the national championship and your mom and all that stuff coming up. Uh, check out the affiliate links below. By the way, we uh, did put a uh, link to our favorite at-home COVID test. So if you are watching this on YouTube or if you are listening on the podcast, all of our COVID fighting tools are there. So um, I said, yeah. Yeah, the COVID test is there. The emergency 1,000 milligram super orange vitamin C is there. Everybody gets a test. The COVID test is there. The uh, toilet bowl nightlight that we use is there. Everything you need to fight COVID. They have the sniffles. So what are you upset about? What are you frustrated with? It's just frustrating that this that, that this kind of thing happens. You know, we, so, you know, we all know that we went to Tahoe. And, you know, so going back to this timeline that's led up to, you know, my girlfriend potentially having COVID. She has the symptoms. We're pretty confident she does. But the test result isn't mm -hmm. technically back yet, right? Right. So, you know, you go back to the Tahoe trip and, you know, Mrs. Monty had been traveling. And so initially, you know, when she started to come down with, you know, a cough and some congestion, you know, there was some <clears> fear. <throat> yeah. Like there was <clears throat> some fear that that was COVID. But then she tested and tested negative. But then I picked up what she had and then, you know, I had to deal with it. And so I was sick all last week, you know, and then and then, you know, the girlfriend picks up the cough a little bit. You've got the cough a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And so it just begs the question of like, how do you like what's what? Like if you if you ask me, hey, you know, do you think that, you know, you've had covid? I would have said last week. Yeah, I mean, I guess last week maybe I had covid. I don't know. Like I didn't lose any of my senses. I just was fighting cough and congestion, you know, and, and because Mrs. Monty tested negative, I didn't you know think there was any real danger in it, you know. Because she tested negative and nobody around me was positive and I only see a select like three people every day. So there didn't seem to be any risk. But now, 
you know, and again, this is through no fault of her own. You know, the girlfriend is vaccinated. She went and got her eyelashes done. The person doing the eyelash service was vaccinated, but now she's presenting symptoms. So the reason I'm frustrated is not because, you know, she potentially contracted coronavirus, right? That's not why I'm frustrated. I'm just frustrated at the whole situation, you know, because now potentially I have it and I got to roll around, you know, in a house that I'm in every day in a mask. And, you know, we got to talk about safety. And it's like, damn, dude, like, like, like last week I was more sick than I am now. Hell, like I feel 100 percent now. Like, I'm fine now, but, <laughs> you know, that's but this the thing. seems different to me. I, I think I know you as well as anybody. Yeah. This feels different. You seem upset. You seem agitated. But the thing that I struggle with with you and COVID is I don't think you own it fully. Like, we were texting last night, and you said, oh, I dodged a bullet here. And it's like, well, you saw her on Saturday night, mm -hmm. and she came down with symptoms on Sunday. So you did – what bullet did – like – I just don't feel like because you fully I don't have, embrace the impact that COVID has on you. Because I, but because, but that's my thing. But that I'm glad you said it like that. That's what I'm talking about. What impact is it having? That's what's so fascinating to me, and like part of the source of the frustration. It's like, yeah, like in in terms of exposure window, sure, yeah, there's exposure risk. Yeah, absolutely, 100 percent there is. But what's so weird to me is last week, like I was just saying, I was sick and everything. Like, th like this week, I've got nothing. Nothing. I feel as good as I felt. In so you feel like last week you were sick? Oh, there's no doubt. I was taking DayQuil, NyQuil. Like, I was taking everything. I was taking probably 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day, the little powder package. Check out the affiliate links, as we said. Nah. Um, you know, so there's no doubt. I mean, But if I take that stuff every day. Like, I take— But you don't take, like, DayQuil and NyQuil every day. No, I don't. You know, the vitamin C powder, yeah. I mean, it's good practice to take that every day, and I do take it every day now. But, but like, I don't take— Dayquil and Nyquil, unless I feel like, hey, like I gotta have it to function, and I needed to have it to function, and so that's why I say, I don't know. Last week, did I have coronavirus? I don't know, but I can tell you, Mrs. Monty tested negative. You've been fine. The girlfriend was fine, right? Yeah. So that's why I say, when I say that I'm frustrated, it has almost like literally, it's got nothing to do with her going to get her lashes done and picking up COVID. Like, it's more about, hey, last week I was freaking sick, and that was just like, hey, this is like the cold or, you know, whatever you want to call it, something other than COVID. But then now I feel 100% fine, and because I potentially, potentially. have it, potentially have it, because that's the right word to use, I potentially have it, we have to take these precautions. And I'm not saying the precautions are dumb. I'm just saying that it's it, it, the whole the way the whole dynamic works leads to a lot of frustration. And, and last night when I was saying, hey, I feel like I dodged a bullet, it's because I truly do feel like I dodged a bullet. Yes, I was in the exposure window, but I, like I was just saying, I feel 100%. I ate my ass off yesterday, and I enjoyed every bit of it. I could taste everything. I can smell everything. Like it's, You know what I mean? That's yeah. the weird thing. Yeah, I, I think it's just a part of our life now. And I, I it sucks your girlfriend had exposure and— she said she can't taste or smell, it sounds like. So, yeah, she said what, what she specifically said was that she could taste the sugar in her coffee, but couldn't taste the coffee. She could she could like taste this, but not that, you know, like in, in reading about it, that's you know, that is a that is a classic symptom. Like it's not it used to be with the first wave of covid, you would just lose everything. You just like 
would lose your sense of smell 100%, lose your taste 100%. But now with the variants and everything, it plays a little bit differently. And so it just the whole thing, that's, so that's why it's frustrating. That's why it's frustrating. Because just this whole dynamic. You would have thought last week, man, you got COVID, you're sick, you better be locking down. But I wasn't. I didn't have COVID, you know? And But now it's making me wonder. Now I don't have any symptoms. Somebody else that I'm tight with does. I don't. And I feel great. But now, because there was potential risk, you have to do these things. That's the wild thing about this situation. Yeah. I think it's just the world we live in, man. I think this is just who we are now. I don't think... I don't know. I don't want to go too far. I don't think we'll ever be in a place where it's okay not to wear a mask. I think this, I think this, you know, COVID-19 thing is going to be around forever. And I, I don't know how we get away from it because, you know, people like Sarah Palin yesterday saying that, you know, she'll get vaccinated over her dead body. Well, it might be your dead body and then you won't get vaccinated. But like, that's the thing. Like, and that's the other side of what we were talking about last night. Like, like, I feel like I do take it very seriously. Like, I've got three full vaccinations. I haven't been able to get the booster yet because of my path. Like, I got the J&J in December of 2019. Then I got both of my Pfizer shots about, what, six months ago now? Yeah. You know? And so I'm just coming up on on the, on the the um, you know, the ability to get the booster, which the I booster fully window. intend on, yep. you know, and fully intend on getting it. Um you know, but it's like, hey, like, you know, we have people like Sarah Palin or anybody else you want to point to. I'm not really looking to get into uh, put people's heads on a stake conversation. But, you know, you have people in the world who aren't vaccinated and just look at the pandemic in a very different way. But that's not me. That's not how I look at it. I'm vaccinated. I wear my mask everywhere. Yep. Like, you know, I do take it very seriously. And it just is <laughs> yet yet we're still sitting here having this conversation. And that's what is different about does it, this. But does it feel better to at least unload it? Yeah, I mean, if, it feels better to unload it. But now it's like, you know, because I, I feel bad because I know for a fact the girlfriend feels terrible about it. Not not because of you guys, but like she's like, man, I just like I, I was very conscious about it. She literally said to me, I made sure to ask, hey, are you vaccinated? Are you, you know, have you taken that step? And her lash lady said, yes, I am vaccinated. I am good. You know, I'm, I don't so have it. So does the lash lady have it? Well, that's where she thinks she got it. She's not. There's not a definitive answer to that. Yeah. I don't know if the lash lady tested positive, <clears throat> but the only place we were talking about, the only the, the highest risk places are very similar to our high risk places. She goes to spin, you know, just like any normal person does. She gets her exercise and the lash lady. But that's it. Yeah. So it's like one of those two places. So. I don't know, but this is like what's so what's the this is like the dynamic in sports and why it's so frustrating for athletes because they do everything they're supposed to do and they still got to miss time in the COVID protocol, you know, and that, and that's what this thing does. I'll just say this is as off kilter as I've ever seen you. I think. Yeah, like, because I, I because don't... I've worked my ass off not to have exposure. You know, I've worked hard, and I feel like you guys have worked hard not to have exposure, and you guys haven't had. And maybe hell, maybe you have had. I I don't know. That's the thing. That's got me off my rocker. Like, I don't know. Now, I, I like I can't confidently say that what Mrs. Monty had like was or wasn't not because it, it shakes the trust. How do you know? Like she tested negative. Yeah. But like, yeah. how do we know? Yeah. I'm not saying what what the girlfriend got came from her, but like it, but ma- her, it begs it, a question. Yeah. But as soon as she took a Z pack, it all went away. So I don't think we had yeah. it. I don't, you know. 
but yeah. it could be wrong. I don't know, man. Jackson says COVID schmovid jazz spaz. Yeah, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, sure. We can talk about the jazz. They I got think embarrassed people are just. Night. I think people are just tired of talking about and dealing with. I'm tired of it. Like, I wanted to be snowboarding in Switzerland this year, and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, we're going back to L.A. The Lakers are in a three-game homestand. I won't be going to the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, it it's frustrating to me mm-hmm. that that's just the world we live in. So we can be frustrated or we can just deal with it, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like I have this little cough, as you can probably hear. I feel like I'm grovelly right now. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Am I, is that does that mean I have COVID? I don't know. Is that the inversion? Like, is that like, but that's what I mean. I yeah. get it. There's burnout factor with COVID. We're not talking about political semantics about COVID. But the fact is, is it's in our face every day. And it's not something to run from, I feel like. It's something that, you know, we can say oh, COVID, schmovid, or whatever. But the fact is, is it's in your face every day. We don't have a choice. It's in our face. Like, Yeah, yeah well, see, I don't, know, um, I don't know what you do about it. Speaking of COVID, the Jazz are certainly dealing with COVID without Rudy and <coughs> – <laughs> good morning without Rudy um you know without guys like Joe Ingles without a lot of core players on this team um you know without Rudy Gay last night they got straight up embarrassed in Detroit and Detroit for everything that they are not which is a good basketball team they're athletic as hell on the wing and we saw a team in Detroit last night that came out very clearly with a point to prove and I don't think it's too strong to say that the Utah Jazz got embarrassed by uh, the Detroit Pistons last night. And it was the fact that they just had open looks. I mean, Cade Cunningham cooked. Boyan Bogdanovich, he, I mean, you look at anybody that guarded him outside of Donovan. Um, Royce O'Neal got absolutely blown up by Cade Cunningham last night. Like, there is Sadiq Bey dominated this team last night. I don't understand, and, and, and this is what I struggle with with the Jazz. And I'm sure if you've listened to the show every day, you know this is not new. I don't understand why there's no adjustment being made defensively. Because you can say, well, they got embarrassed last night because Rudy's not in the lineup. The problem with that is then you're telling me that this team is centered on Rudy Gobert and they can't win without him. And if you're centered on a center, if, you're, if your whole team is built – with Rudy Gobert in the middle, Jake, I just don't see how you can win a championship that way. Yeah, and I, and I mean, I, I think the mentality of the team is just all messed up right now. You know, uh, you know, we're we're sitting here talking about how you know Cade Cunningham, you know, a young guy in the league, just torched your team. You shouldn't need a big to play good team defense. Hell, the Warriors won multiple championships without a big. Draymond Green was their big. So you can't tell me that this team needs Rudy Gobert to win. Is it nice to have him? Hell yeah, it is. Is it nice to have that rim protection? Absolutely, 100% positively it is. There's no question about that. But, but the, again, COVID, Shmovid, right? The team is dealing with protocol. The team is dealing with what every other team in the league has had to deal with this year, and so they're starting to suffer some losses. And I, what, I, what I really think is fair to say now, and we've been saying it on the show, that, you know, when Rudy's out of the lineup, it exposes a lot of weaknesses that this team has. And if you watch this team and you watch this team intently, you know 
that the perimeter defense, like last night on Twitter, I saw a bunch of people saying, well, well, you know, Rudy being out uncovered a lot of weaknesses on this team. The fact is, Rudy didn't. Rudy being out didn't uncover anything. If you've watched this team for months now, you know yeah. that defense is an issue. You know that Boyan Bogdanovich is not a good defender. And so when you're playing this Pistons team, you know, last night, they didn't lose because Rudy wasn't in the game. They lost because they were careless with the basketball. They lost because they didn't have a plan defensively for Kate Cunningham. And yeah, to your point, there were no adjustments, and this is the Quinn Snyder conversation that is going to continue to come up. It is. You know, and, and, and I don't know, like, and I'm not sitting here saying there's an obvious adjustment, but you got to do something. I mean, you can't have, you know, Royce O'Neal. You can't have Boyan Bogdanovich. You can't have Eric Paschal all getting torched by Cade, and that's why you the Pistons were able to walk away. Like, that can't happen. You have to have a solution. Well, and I, I think, obviously, COVID ravaging this roster is a problem. I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody who thinks that this was the best nine guys or whatever he played last night um, with Pell playing. And, I, I mean, this, this is not – but that's not really the point. The point is when you look at this Utah Jazz team, there is a glaring lack of athleticism. There is a glaring lack of understanding defensively. Um, you know, the idea that Sadiq Bey is, is hitting step-back threes that are unguarded. Um, you look at the way Cade Cunningham attacked the basket. Okay, that's one thing. He's dribble-driving, pulling up in the, you know, in the ring at the top of the circle, and there's not a hand up on him. And Boyan Bogdanovich almost falling down backwards last night. Royce O'Neal running into, um, I think it was Eric Paschal. I can't remember who he ran into. But Royce O'Neal just running into a teammate trying to guard Cade Cunningham. Like, there is no semblance of calm or composure or – and I, I just don't understand what the point of this game was last night. And if you listen to the show yesterday, if you missed it, go back, check it out on podcast or on our YouTube channel. We talked specifically about Donovan Mitchell leaving this team. Um, if there is no chance for, you know, them to win a championship, but if you listen to what he said right here – it's not as far-fetched as a lot of people said it was yesterday. Rudy Gobert back there, our intensity has to turn up. Like, we did it against Denver. You know, it's it's it's, it's there. But we don't do it consistently. Like I said in, in um, where we were just at, Indiana. We don't do it consistently. This is going to happen. And this is one through 17 or however many guys we got in the locker room. This isn't just on one person, on three people, on a selective group. This is everything. We get up, we're excited, happy, whatever, and we, we, we move, we have a lack of focus. We were locked in when we had to be against Denver. You know, we were locked in from start to finish. It didn't look necessarily pretty all the time, but it, it, it felt like we were communicating and talking. So it's not that we can't. You know, obviously the glaring thing is Rudy's not back there to, to, to save us and protect us on the defensive end, but we've done it. Like, we, we did it. So it's okay. It's capable. We're capable. Well, he went on to say in the, the meat of that um, comment is, quote, we're fooling ourselves if we want to win a championship and we have nights like tonight. That's Donovan Mitchell saying that we are not a championship caliber team. Yeah. And now, yeah, I guess it's one thing for me to be saying that since, you know, they, they the start of the playoffs last year. This is the exact same roster. And that's why I've been saying every day, 
And I'm not trying to tell you, oh, I'm right. Look at me. Look at me. <clears throat> That's not what I'm doing. What I'm telling you is, if you are a Jazz fan who thinks that, oh, well, Rudy was out last night. That's why we lost. Your head's in the sand. You're not watching this team. They did not lose last night because they didn't have Rudy Gobert. They lost last night because they're just not good enough against young athletic wings. And you're seeing the reason they're losing to these lower-end teams is not because, I, like, Dallin on Twitter last night was railing about, this guy Dallin was telling me that I'm just a jazz hater, and, you know, the reason they're losing is they're on a road trip, and they're tired, and, dude, it's early January. You're playing teams like the Indiana Pacers, who, granted, with Lance Stevenson, he's a much better player, and that's a much better team with Lance on the floor. You still should beat the Indiana Pacers. Mm -hmm. You should beat the Toronto Raptors. You certainly should beat one of the worst teams in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons. Facts. If you need Rudy Gobert on the floor to beat the Pistons and you lose because he's not there, I, I, I just don't know. I, like, how do you fix that? Because plugging Rudy in last night wouldn't have stopped the Pistons from shooting an incredibly high percentage from three because there were no hands up on him. Like, do you understand? Like, look at, listen to some of these numbers. And these are the numbers that, I, I mean, should terrify you. From three, the Detroit Pistons shot 19 of 37. That's 51% from three. That's because they were not largely contested. Yeah. They scored 126 points, the Detroit Pistons did. They just, they only, only got to the line 12 times. What does that tell you? They shot incredibly well. 51.6% from the floor. 51.4% from three. Because the Jazz can't stay with young athletic wings. And that's not going to change with Rudy on the floor. Why did they lose to the, the LA Clippers last year? Even after the Clippers lost Kawhi Leonard. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. They lost to the Clippers because they couldn't handle Terrence Mann. They couldn't handle that group of young wings and Paul George who absolutely, you know, fried the, the jazz. That's the continuing theme here. Mm -hmm. Trades need to happen. You need to blow this roster up because I'm telling you, we do the show yesterday in, in about 11 o'clock in the afternoon and everybody's talking about Donovan Mitchell. What does Chris Brickley post on his Instagram? Bet you weren't expecting this one. He posts Donovan Mitchell doing work in his gym in New York. Dribble drive drills, off day work, like dribbling, handling, uh, you know, one bounce jump shooting. This is not, a, 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 the people who wrote us off yesterday and said we were just being haters, I'm telling you now, Donovan Mitchell, if this team does not make a significant roster move, he's not going to be here. Yeah. And, you know, everybody on Twitter yesterday one guy, and I, I, I should find it because it's hysterical. He called me a genius. Um, he's like, look, genius, he just signed a max, max extension. Do you understand that the max extension makes him more tradable? Because the club that would be getting him would have team control over his contract. And do you also understand that by paying Donovan Mitchell more, he's a legitimate star caliber player in this league. You can get more in return for him because he's under contract. If you just had a, if he had an expiring deal, let's and let's use the Knicks for an example. 
do you really think the Knicks are going to give up an R.J. Barrett type player or a Julius Randle type player? Pick whoever you'd want from them. Do you really think you're going to give up multiple assets to get a Donovan Mitchell type player that's on an expiring contract? No. You're not going to do that because you have no idea if he's going to stay with you or not. Well, and I love the comparison of Donovan's situation to Ben Simmons, which is another thing I saw on Twitter. Like, how are those situations even remotely similar? Ben Simmons is a guy who has a glaring flaw in his game. He can't shoot a basketball. He can't. Donovan Mitchell can shoot a basketball at a very high level. Yes. Donovan Mitchell can do everything you need him to do. So he is very tradable. The contract does make him more tradable. And and I just think that, that Donovan's not going to settle for not winning. This thing Damian Lillard said yesterday that, that loyalty is harder than winning championships and guys go ring chasing, but but facing what's in front of you is is harder and he's built for it. Well, I got news for you. Donovan's not going to sit around and and you know try to win on a nice story. You know, he's not going to try to define That's his right. career on like a nice, oh, well, I was a one team guy and and that should mean that that I had some great career. I got news for you. Donovan's not doing that. He's not. So, when Donovan says we're not championship material right now, yeah, it's not just us saying it anymore, is it? So that's why I say, like, like there needs to be, and the more the more the, this season goes the way it's currently going these last, like, five, six games, if this doesn't turn around and they don't make, like, a serious improvement in winning, I could see the, the teardown beginning sooner rather than later. Like, if you're not going to be, you know, a three seed, what are we really doing? You can't lose to Cleveland tomorrow night. No, you, you can't. can't. You that's can't. That's at home. You, you got to write the ship. But, you know, one of the other things I think is so interesting is the way that they lost this game. Forget the defensive end. Look at what happened offensively. They come out. Hassan Whiteside gets him out to like a 20-something point lead. And then it just turned into me versus five guys. Like, it turned into iso ball. And when the Jazz struggle, they need drive and kick, ball movement. They need to play their style of basketball to get back on track. But it turns into Jordan Clarkson turns it over. Donovan drives to the basket, turns it over. Mm -hmm. Donovan shoots a wild three. Maybe it goes in. Boyan Bogdanovich disappears. Hassan Whiteside getting beat repeatedly defensively. Nothing offensively out of him in the second half. Like they fall apart and it turns into iso ball. Mm -hmm. When what they need, and this is why I wonder, again, everybody talks about chemistry and, oh, Quinn Snyder Here's why I'm losing. Quinn Snyder's losing me. Here's why. Because where's the composure when it gets difficult? It's easy to have perspective and composure when you're up by 20. The challenge is what kind of team are you when you're down by 10 and you need a three with five minutes left in the game, yet Donovan takes the ball to the basket and gets it bounced off his schlong and it goes out of bounds, right? or bogey shoots an air ball, or they miss a wide open layup. Where's the composure then? You call a timeout, and immediately it's an ISO for Donovan Mitchell who turns the ball over again. Like, where's the set? Where's the system? Hey, we're going to drive and kick. Four guys are collapsing on you, Don. Drive and kick the ball out. But does he do that? No, he goes up against a double team, and it turns into a turnover. Instead of drive and kick to bogey on the wing, he'll hit a three. Instead of drive and kick to Jordan Clarkson in the corner, he'll hit a three. It turns into hero ball, mm -hmm. and Don and everybody else 
Yep. Because Donovan Mitchell is either selfish or he doesn't trust his teammates or both. And to me, I, you got to fix it. And if that means it, <clears throat> Quinn Snyder can't be here, great. Okay, Quinn Snyder can't be here. But what I'm telling you is Quinn is less of a problem than this roster is because it's built around Rudy Gobert's defense instead of Donovan Mitchell's offense. Agreed. 100%. So, Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, let's get some of your thoughts in here. The Nye guy says, uh, morning, dudes. I woke up early for this one. Is Quinn fired yet? The blind swordsman DS says, maybe if the Don focused on winning the game instead of all-star votes, he's he pisses me off. Morning, boys. Okay. Morning, bud. Uh, Nye guy says, I really hope Danny Ainge watched every minute of that diarrhea game last night. Neville 93, what's up? He says, I'm disappointed with the Jazz. I'm telling you, I feel heartbroken what's going on with this team, Neville says. Yeah, you should. <clears throat> you should. But but more to the point, <clears throat> you should feel heartbroken that, you know, it took this long to get, you know, that front office corrected. Because, again, this is – and this is the real thing that you should be upset about. Not that they lost to the Pistons or, you right. know, they're in COVID protocol. Like, that's going to happen. But what you should really be upset about as a Jazz fan – is the Gobert contract from the prior regime and Dennis Lindsay, right? You should be upset about, hey, we haven't been good in the draft. You know, you should be upset about, hey, we're not developing, you know, Elijah Hughes and Jared Butler and, you know, these other guys. You know, that's those are the small things that you should be upset about. And, and yeah, like, I like Quinn Snyder just as much as the next guy does. But, you know, this team, it, like, this organization is not going to have Donovan Mitchell-level talent in it forever. And that's the thing. There's there needs to be a sense of urgency to get the job done. And you know, I hope that Danny Ainge brings that sense of urgency. I think he will, but I don't know. The, the actions will speak. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I buy into the idea that you sh I, that all that Dennis Lindsay garbage is over. Yeah, but you're paying uh, for until, it now. Until, you're paying for un, it now. Until it's not. Yeah, dude. Because you haven't done anything different than Dennis Lindsay did. Because this roster is largely intact. I mean, Rudy Gay's a nice pickup, but what has he really meant to this team wins and losses-wise? Not a whole lot. Uh, you know, you look at the trades they've made, they haven't really made a trade yet. So that's why I'm saying be frustrated with the way this team is playing, but understand that losses like this, per, you know, really almost obligate you to make change. You cannot keep doing what you're doing. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Jackson says Trey Lyle revenge game. Eh, you know what? I, I think That's I think so long ago. Yeah. It, it, does anybody even care that Trey Lyles was a jazz man? He did his job last night. Uh, Giggity says Mrs. Giggity just got over COVID and we have been extremely careful. No idea how she got it, but no one else in the house got it. See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Not, it's not so to, odd. Not to derail the jazz conversation, but that's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. Hey, my wife has COVID. But none of us got COVID. How does yeah, that even work? Because there's no figuring it out. There's no... There's no, like, hey, A plus B equals 10. Yeah, there's not. You know, like, there's not. Yep. Uh, Brandon Whiteside says, we need to quit treating COVID like herpes. It's here to stay. Don gets cooked, too. Don does get cooked on defense. But Don is a, a, a rapidly improving defender. I, 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 but I think I see Don can stay with guys. He may not stop them, but he's right there with them. He's making their life. Yeah. Difficult. He can move left to right. He's yeah. not like stuck in cement shoes like bogey or Joe are. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's the difference. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says morning guys. Eh, it's the regular season. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's not just the regular season. You're watching the end of an era in, in jazz basketball. You are watching, and again, Jeremy, you, you're a longtime listener. You know I've said it for months, over a year. This roster needs to be dismantled. It is not a, it is no longer acceptable to blame, not that you were, but to blame Dennis Lindsay or Gail Miller. Mm-hmm. Because now it's Ryan Smith and Danny Ainge. Yeah, that's and true. And so yeah. this this move that's coming, I'm telling you, this team is coming to its end point now. And you need to be ready for that. Like, as a Jazz fan, don't be surprised. Don't yeah. be shocked. I agree. Nye Guy says way too much dribbling last night. James Knight says Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson turn the ball over far too much and need to be more active in sharing the ball. The driving kick game is absolutely non-existent last night in Detroit. Yeah, and this stuff about throwing the ball up the sideline from Don to Bogey and just, like, they, they were just careless with it. And that's what that's why I say, like, I, yeah, sure. Is it Does it suck not to have Gobert back there in rim protection? Yeah, it does. It's not ideal. But turning it over and not taking care of the basketball is even worse. I and, mean, And the thing I would continue to go back to is, are you a championship caliber team when your whole team is built around feeding Rudy Gobert defensively? No, and probably the answer not. is no. You're no, it's not because yeah. you're not. If 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 it was such a problem and they were just dunking all over the Jazz last night, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? This is a different game if Rudy plays. They shot fifty one point four percent from three, and fifty one point six percent from the floor. That's perimeter defense. Yeah, they they their jump shot was easy and it was going in. I don't care who you are. If you are not, if you're not going to have a hand in your face, you're going to make a high, high, high percentage of your jump shots in this league. Yep. Cade Cunningham is a young, young guy, and he cooked you. Like I, I mean, I could go on. You know, you get it. The reality is, whoa, hey now, comment dump. Appreciate you guys. The reality is the Jazz are twenty points better with Rudy playing. Fact. Eh, not. I don't think so. Uh, Bolton says, yes, I'm worried, but get to the playoffs and get healthy, but not going to lie. Last night was brutal. They played like the bears out there. We sure, we sure Nagy wasn't coaching, but I think one of the things that's interesting about let's just get to the playoffs and let's get healthy. This is telling you that your, your core group is not, not good enough. Yeah. Cause your core guys were there last night. Uh, uh, Rudy Gobert aside. Your core guys were there last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had you, you had the same group of guys that won games last year. Mike Conley was terrible last night. Mike Conley did not look very good last night. He played. You had your starting five outside of Gobert. Does everybody realize that? I mean, you just he, he Mike Conley just was not very good. Mike was two of six from three, four of eleven from the floor, and he scored thirteen points. And how long are you going to be able to carry? Here, here's really more to the point. When you're not very good as a Utah Jazz, can you afford to carry Royce O'Neal and let him play 35 minutes and score seven points and be a minus 20? Mm. But he's a great defensive player, and Unless, he's a minus 20. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how is Boyan Bogdanovich a minus 22? How many shots did Bogey get last night? Boyan had nine shots, 0 of 4 from 3, 5 of 9 from the floor. Nine shots. That's not enough. Not even close. This that he this team wins when he scores twenty points. Twelve points last night. Four rebounds. I yeah. That's why I say it's not a Gobert issue. Greg Hawkins, what's up? Good to see you. Hassan Whiteside is a heck of a body language and his body language and effort were terrible. Well, in the second half they were. Eric Devera says Hassan has issues when he doesn't touch the ball. 
on the offensive end. He pouts and loses hustle and effort. He does. I agree. Jackson says, I wish Ben Simmons wanted to play in Utah. I don't. Um, eBay, the, the love seat surfer. Wow. I like it. Says the jazz can be frustrating for sure. Yes, they can. Okay. Now here we go with all of the, why so much spam? Somebody help me understand it. Why so much spam? Spam, 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 spam. Spam a lama ding dong. Uh, Eric DeVere says, Dennis wreck on jazz is going to last for a couple of years. Hope Danny can move the timetable faster because I don't want to lose Donovan due to frustration. <laughs> well, that's... That could be. Yeah. That absolutely could be. Um, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where you, you're just... You're, you don't know how long it's going to take to get over this. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that it's going to take years because you're going to have to recover the salary cap here. Uh, the Nye guy says, Bogey has greasier hands than the cracking voice kid on the Simpsons who is working on, on fries at Krusty Burger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know. Uh, I think that I just think you need more. You need change. That's that's where yeah. I'll leave it. Yep. That's where I'll leave yep. it. Can we talk about Jackson Dart, please? Yes. Jackson Dart. Corner Canyon stud. Mm-hmm. Former USC Trojan. Mm-hmm. He's in the transfer portal. And there are raging rumors about where he's going to go. That kid's a stud. I'm just curious why Utah and BYU would not be all over him. Because, and I'm sure Jeremy Bolton's going to love me for saying this, Jackson Dart is better than Jaron Hall. Yeah. He's better than Jaron Hall. Yeah. Jackson Dart is better than Cam Rising. Oh, but Cam Rising took us to the Rose Bowl. Okay, cool. Jackson Dart's better than Cam Rising. He is. He's a guy that'll be there for four years. He's a guy that when you think about what Jackson Dart represents, he represents everything that you want your starting quarterback in college football to be. Mm -hmm. He can run. He can throw. He's smart. He's athletic. He's a Utah product. Why on earth, Jake, would Utah or BYU not be chasing him? Yeah, they, they should be chasing him as hard as they chase any other recruit, you know. And I think that that um, you can't be loyal to the guys you have in your program. If another guy becomes available who's better, uh, who's clearly better, you should go and get him. And and this is the beauty of, of, of college football free agency, essentially. You know, what are you going to do to go get this guy? And I think that – you know, both of these programs would really benefit from it. And I think, you know, if let's say BYU were to land him, this would just continue uh, the momentum that the program has, you know, all the way back to Zach Wilson. So, you know, I just think that either way, both of these programs could really use him, and there would be no reason why you wouldn't go after him as, as hard as you possibly could. Because if you got him, that would instantly change your your outlook on, on this next season. Yeah, I, I have no doubt that – I'd be stunned if BYU tried to get him. I would. I think, and this is part of what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I hate nice guy football. Mm-hmm. I hate nice guy football. And we talked about it a lot because I think when you look at Jackson Dart, his skill set is unquestionably better than Cam Rising. 
But Ute fans yesterday on Twitter were like, well, if Cam's our starter, we what do we need with Jackson Dart? <laughs> and at BYU, well, it's Jaron's job. It's like, well, it was Jaron's job last year. But he's always hurt. He underperforms. And Jackson Dart is a one of the top quarterback recruits in this class who showed you flashes of brilliance at USC. Why on earth would you not want him to be your starting quarterback in Provo next year? Why on earth would you not want to plug Jackson Dart into the Utah pipeline and have him compete with Cam Rising in spring ball? You think Jackson Dart would help you get wide receiver talent? I think almost certainly. I And the question is, and this goes back to Kalani and, and Kyle Whittingham, does Kyle Whittingham want to have an open, fast, free, run-and-gun offense? No. I don't think he does. No, he wants to run the football. It, I, I, yes, I would agree with that. And yeah. Tavion Thomas is coming back, shockingly. He's coming back. I look at Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham, for 12 years, has not had a great quarterback. So and why would he have a great one next year? And I think it's because he likes to be Rudy Gobert. Filter everything to your defense. Let your defense win your games, mm -hmm. right? But at some point, if you want to truly contend, I think you got to have one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Utah is unquestionably one of the rising, ascending programs in college football. Adding Jackson Dart to your quarterback room and allowing him to compete for the starting job this spring, that's how you continue to raise the bar. Yeah. Right? Like, when it's on the field and you're in practice and it's just your 70-something guys and your coaching staff watching Cam Rising and Jackson Dark compete, they know who the better quarterback is. Yeah, it's why, not hard to see. Why was, why was Cam Rising such an underdog and a hero on this team? Because everybody thought he should have started out of spring ball. But you started noodle alarm quitter, and it, it was a disaster. Makes me want to puke. And then I looked down south in Provo, and again, I know I'm the only one, but Jaron Hall's not good enough to win you a, a conference championship in the in the Big 12. What if you roll into the Big 12 with an upperclassman named Jackson Dart as your starting quarterback? Hmm. That's how you win conference championships. That's how you raise the bar. Should you hand the job to Jackson Dart? No, I don't think you should. No. Should you make Jaron Hall earn his starting spot every single day? Yeah, you should. And does Jackson Dart being in camp make Jaron Hall a better quarterback? Yes. Yes, it does. Yes. Does it make a prolific wide receiver room better? Yes, it does. Facts. Does Jackson Dart make the BYU offensive line better? Yes, he does. There's no reason not to go and do everything that you can do, Utah and BYU, to get Jackson Dart to, to come home. 100%, dude. Because I'm tired. I'm already. And this is where my frustration boils with nice guy football and let's not beat Georgia Southern by too much, even though they punched us in the face and ripped our helmet off. Are you let, out of your goddamn mind? Let's shake hands. Right? No. Wrong. Wrong. Give me, give me what was it, the South Florida Miami Beach Bowl brawl? I'd rather have that attitude than getting punched in the face and doing nothing about it. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of nice guy football. I want to win. And I'll drop that motherfucker. I want to win. How how awesome was it to see Utah in a shootout in the Rose Bowl? One of the most I, I would call it a top five Rose Bowl. It's the best of all Rose time. Bowl since Texas and USC. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. 
It's the best Rose Bowl since Vince Young's run into the end zone. And it's probably, you know, the U. Wasn't it USC Ohio State in the Rose Bowl? USC Texas, I think, is the best Rose Bowl ever. Mm -hmm. It's in that. It's in that conversation. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you lose. You lose your starting quarterback in Cam Rising, and some kid nobody's ever heard of who was a walk-on came in and threw a critical touchdown pass. Because you're raising the bar. It's the Rose Bowl, right? Now bring in a guy like Jackson Dart and prove to me that Cam Rising is a better quarterback than Jackson Dart. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But, but he's our starter. Well, yeah, and make him earn it. Make him earn it. Yeah. Make Jaron earn it. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I'm all good that, you know, Baylor Romney wants to transfer and there's a lot of people who think he's retired from football now. Okay, cool. If he didn't want to compete with Jaron or didn't feel like he'd be the one or the coaches told him he'd never start. Okay, cool. I totally get that. You're telling me that if you're Kalani Sataki and you're talking to Jackson Dart, you're telling him, I'm going to give you every opportunity to win the job. You're going to come in. You're going to compete this spring with, with Jaron, and may the best man win. I don't know. Is is he doing that? Is Kalani Sataki and this BYU football staff doing that? They should be doing it if they're not. My feeling is, is that they're loyal to a fault and that they would rather have Jaron Hall as their starting quarterback. And if Jackson wants to be the backup, great, he can come here, which I think is just – I I, I think Asinine. it's ridiculous. R- ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, Greg Hawkins says, I'd rather have Cam shrug. Okay. Jeremy Bolton says, Jackson would be a perfect backup to Jaron, which I think is a ridiculous comment. Um, you know, I, okay, nigh guy. BYU better be lining up those sweet Mormon girls <clears throat> to lure him. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. Jackson Dart. Uh, Sean Mirzinski says, I think Dart to ASU makes more sense. Could be. Absolutely could be. Devera says, if the Jazz suck with this roster, Don and Quinn need to trust Bogey and have plays designed for him. But the problem is, you're not telling Donovan Mitchell to pass. To become a superstar, and this is your, your theology, if you will, to become a superstar, it has to be an inherent trait that you want to involve your teammates. Yeah. And, again, I just go back to my time covering Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't become the best player ever until he started passing. And the Bulls didn't start winning until John Paxson hit a three in Phoenix all those years ago. Until Don understands that he needs to draw the double team to kick it to one of his guys, they're not going to win a championship. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I, I think that he can't be nice. You can't be it's nice. It's Idaho State. You can't – uh, Jeremy Bolton says, I think bringing in Dart would make everyone better because you'd have a true quarterback competition in spring fall camp. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Totally agree. The thing is, Jeremy, I don't think he's willing to be a backup. I think Jackson Dart is, from what I understand, Jackson Dart is a guy that was told, hey, we're going to bring in our quarterback from Oklahoma and he's going to start. If you're Jackson Dart, what would you do? Transfer. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Noodle arm quitter shouldn't have transferred. He should have stuck it out. He should have stuck it out at Utah. But he quit. Jackson Dart was told, you're not going to start. We're bringing in our guy from Oklahoma. See you later. Uh, no, I'm not going to rail on Oklahoma. Anyway, the I point I really is, don't care if you think it's us. I think Jackson Dart 
it, Jackson Dart, from what I understand, is not the kid who's like, if I'm not going to start, I'm not coming. Yeah. I think Jackson Dart wants the opportunity to win a job because he knows. Listen, when you play at the level that a guy like Jackson Dart plays at, you don't question whether you're good enough to start. You don't question if you're the best guy in the room. Mm -hmm. You know you're the best fucking guy in the room. Mm -hmm. You know that. He isn't scared of competing against anybody. So my feeling is, is that if he doesn't come back to Utah or BYU, they A, didn't offer, or B, he wanted to go play in the SEC, or Arizona State makes a hell of a lot of sense, right? I mean, if you, if you look at uh, Jaden Delora, did anybody see that yesterday? Jaden Delora transferred to Arizona. So the transfer portal is alive and well in this conference. Yes. And if he winds up at ASU, I say game on, forks up. Because that would be a huge get for Herm. But they have a bunch of questionable stuff going on there. and That's every day. So we'll see how that works out. Um, good Lord. Spam. With the spam bots, dude. Like, I'm it, Shiva the god it is, of death. It is so frustrating to me that this is the only thing I don't like about YouTube. Is that they don't have, they don't have a way to combat that. It's incredibly frustrating to me. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, at least, and Greg, I'm not going to say his name, at least the quitter noodle arm got a job at Liberty. <laughs> yeah, the quitter noodle arm went to Liberty. eBay the Sofa Surfer says, get Ben Simmons. Nah, that's a terrible idea for this team. Terrible. Ben Simmons is a terrible idea. Yeah. No. Uh, Liberty, 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 Tanner Plummer says. <laughs> You know, you know, spam bots are coming in because you're talking smack on Jaron. Jeremy well, Bolton says, hey, yeah, sorry, folks. That's what it is. That could be true. That could absolutely be true. It's my fault. It's absolutely my fault. I am a terrible moderator. All right. Let's just go with Jackson Dart for Heisman Trophy. Yeah, sure. Um, can we play the San Antonio Brown sound, please? Because this is this is off the chisel. Real quick before AB, did yeah. we see the two best teams in college football yeah. last night? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. I don't want to hear from Ohio State fans. You're not nearly well, as good as these two teams. It's not even Ohio State fans. It's Cincinnati fans. Dude, it's, oh, group of five, wave along at the table. Yeah, my ass, dude. Once and for all, can we all just agree that Georgia and Alabama were the two best teams in college football? And nobody else is close. And can we just recognize that a team like Cincinnati didn't belong there? They didn't have the resume and they didn't have the talent, and it has nothing to do with Michigan getting torched by Georgia. Cincinnati shouldn't have been there. Ohio State probably should have been there. Somebody, Baylor, in my opinion, should have been there. Those were the two best teams. Now, yes, I'm upset that the college football playoff essentially said yesterday they're not expanding. And that's a little frustrating to me. But at the end of the day, we got the two best teams in college football playing for a natty last night. A natty. A natty. Natty ice. Natty ice. Yeah, on, on the rocks, please. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Tanner Plummer says, I wouldn't be surprised if Jaron Hall's mom sent the spam bots in here. Well, you know. It's true. Uh, Antonio Brown. Before you lose your mind on your piece of ass. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown. What? Antonio Brown went on the Full Send podcast, Full Send, bro. bro. I, 
and this is hypo- hypocritical of me because, well, this is a podcast. But I love all these dudes who are like, we're the no bullshit podcast. We say it the way it is. <laughs> Full send. On iTunes <laughs> and iHeart Music. It's like, dude, shut up. Nah, what's the name of your podcast, bro? <laughs> oh, it's Full Send, Billy. Anyway, Antonio Brown <laughs> went on a poorly named podcast and said this. If, if Tom Brady's my boy, why am I playing for earnest salary? Right. You my boy, though, right? Right. Gronkowski is boy, right? Right. How much did he get paid? Significant amount. Damn. All right, so so why is AB on a prove-it deal? Who's better than me over there? Let's be real. Right, but don't no, you... No, no, it's, no, let's not, not be right. Let's be honest. No, I'll this be the podcast be real. to be real. No, I'll be real. Who is AB the is. best guy over there? AB. You guys know football. Who for is sure, it? For sure, Who's AB. the best guy over on that team? No, Playing AB. football, receiver-wise, who is the guy that get it popping? It's I AB. mean, I think it's a combination of all you guys. I think it was AB. It's a combination now. Dude, I've always It's not you, Antonio. That's for sure. This is what is wrong with Antonio Brown. You're talking about the single greatest football player ever in Tom Brady. Note I didn't say quarterback. I said football player ever Mm -hmm. in Tom Brady. And here we are sitting talking about the fourth most productive receiver on that team. Mm -hmm. A guy who is only averaging 13 yards per reception but I get it popping, yo. Significant amount. Damn. All right, so so why is AB on a prove-it deal? Who's better than me over there? Could be that you threw a couch off a balcony and almost killed a toddler. <laughs> uh, you know, it could be that you are constantly getting sued by people like your former personal chef. It could be that you took your pads off and walked off the field and then tried to say you had an ankle injury. If, if Tom Brady's my boy, why am I playing for an earnest salary? Because you're fucking nuts. That's why. <laughs> You're insane, dude. That's why you're on a prove-it deal. And by the way, the guy that stirs the drink there is Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski. Not crazy whack job Antonio Brown. Like, I, I this is so sad to me to watch this guy meltdown mm-hmm. because they need him. Mm-hmm. He is a really good wide receiver. But he needs meds or something. Because if you look at who makes it go there, it's before he got hurt, Chris Godwin. Mm -hmm. Before, you know, like before you went crazy, it was still Mike Evans, who's a thousand yard receiver and averages 14 yards a catch. And he has 14 touchdowns. It's guys like Rob Gronkowski, who's got more rings than can fit on your freaking hand, who is... An absolute big play guy who you don't understand the relationship between. Like, here's the other thing. You have no relationship with your quarterbacks, dude. Yeah. Tom Brady went out of his way to get you to Tampa. And this is how you repay him? If I'm your boy, well, guess what? You're not his boy. Okay. You're not his guy. You're not his go-to. That's Gronk for obvious reasons. Yeah. They've they've won Super Bowls together, man. They won the Super Bowl last year. They handed you a ring, man. And you still melted down. This is what I don't understand. Yeah. Antonio Brown, you are an amazing talent. But you are a $100 bill with a 10-cent head, man. How the fuck else would you do this Uh, job? Seriously. 
And the other thing is, why is it always the wide receivers who melt down and crush locker rooms? Why is it Odell Beckham Jr.? Why is it, you know, Des Bryant? Like, you, you can go back, and it's always the idiot Terrell. wide receiver. Terrell Owens. Like, why, man? Why? I've never understood it. I don't Cole to this Beasley. day. Cole Beasley, Mr. Anti-Vax. Where's, what's his name? Ripping Cole Beasley. Like, I just don't understand it. Yeah, Rapp, I mean, where's, it's, where's the Rappaport these guys, at? these guys just think wait, wait, that. Wait, 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 hey, man, where's the Rappaport? Which, which one? The anti-vax mother effort, like oh, um, Michael Rappaport. I have it somewhere. I've got like 15 pages what of drops. What is wrong so, with you? You know, I got to, you know? I got to, yeah, sorry, my bad. Are they trading Joe? Yeah, I'm sure they are, Ethan. Uh, eBay says, as a Packer fan, I laugh at the fool and pray it helps bring the bucks down. eBay, why are you a Packer fan? Fuck. Like this. <laughs> Do you, Why? Like, do you have no soul at all? No. Like the Packers? No. It's not always the wide receiver. It's usually the quarterback that's a problem. No, it's not. The court. Uh, anyway. Mr. Fucking Vaccination Genius Scientific Expert, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's that's why I say, how is that not one of your go-to drops? Mr. Fucking Vaccination you Genius right Scientific now? Expert, you fucking asshole. That's one of the greatest drops ever. Oh. By the way, we have a uh, we have affiliate links on this show. Um, we uh, If you scroll down in the description of this podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. we have all of our affiliate links there. Uh, the best co at-home COVID test is there. The Crack, ice, boom, boom pow, pow, or emergency is there. Our bars are there. Our rock star recovery is there. Hook it up. The affiliate links are in the description yeah. mm -hmm. uh, right. below. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Kenny says the Jazz need Ben Simmons. Guy. Like. No. They. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. Don't need Ben Simmons. No, they don't. Okay. Where does Ben Simmons play? Does he come off the bench? He's never going to be your point guard. You're paying the luxury tax. They have Mike Conley, right? Oh, well, we'll just put Mike Conley on the bench. <laughs> you will? No, you won't. So you think Ben Simmons is going to play the three? He can't shoot. You're Ben Simmons, you're going to play Ben Simmons as your three? I'm going to do that. So you're going to – and let me just get this right. Let me just understand this. You're going to plug Ben Simmons into, well, we'll just trade Boyan Bogdanovich. And who's going to replace his 17 points a game? Yeah, next question. <laughs> Just curious. Who, yeah. I'm being serious. Well, we'll trade Royce O'Neal then. You think Philly's giving you Ben Simmons for Royce O'Neal? And by the way, just out of curiosity, and I know I'm just, you know, good old fat ass talking basketball. He's a bum. Totally. I'm just a bum, man. I get it. Who else are you going to give up to get him? Because Ben Simmons, and I don't know off the top of my head, and I just want to put an end to the Ben Simmons talk. I do. Um, who else are you going to give up to get him? Because um, you got to go. You're paying the luxury tax. And if, by the way, if you trade for Ben Simmons, now you're going to be a repeat offender. Just so you know. Because um, you're going to pay the tax this year and next year. Because not sure you realize he's making $33 million a year. Um, <laughs> it's not the best situation, and we all know that. You understand. Guys, come on, dude. You understand? <laughs> He's owed 99. 
<clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I almost got that wrong. You know. He's owed $136 million. That's out of the window. Get the hell out of here, dude. Come on. You're going to pay him more than you're paying Donovan? Hello? Yeah. We Bro. Is this thing on? Is this dude? thing on? Bro, like, hello? You're, so wait, let me get this right. Because I'm, ti I'm, I'm tired. We've gone over Ben Simmons a thousand times. He can't shoot. Makes me want to puke. He was in the Eastern Conference Finals and wouldn't dunk. <laughs> he would, he would not, he, bro, bro, bro. He wouldn't dunk. He would, oh, he would. what a loser. He would not dunk the ball, man. He's a bum. And he's owed 137, a $137 million fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah. And he can't shoot. Okay, are we done with Ben Simmons now? Are we, who's gonna? Like <laughs> I love the. Oh, we need Ben Ben Simmons. Oh my God. Hey guys, 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 <laughs> guys. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. Are you kidding me? Uh... Okay, wait. Please, please. Uh, just continue to comment your Ben Simmons trade scenarios. <laughs> I. Bro. Stop. The Nye guy says, shaking my head at Simmons comment. He isn't even playing for the team he's on. He's a jerk wagon. Okay. I like jerk wagon a lot. Y'all feel me? Uh, eBay says, move Conley and Bogey to the Sixers for Ben. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope not no i'm okay i'm gonna repent for my sins i'm sorry kenny says <laughs> that's like a thousand hail ben or hail mary's excuse me uh packers have more championships than any team in nfl history tanner well because you're are you saying you're a ring chaser you're aaron fucking rogers <laughs> exactly right ebay says epic go after scary terry go jazz hey Cam Harrison says, I'll take the J-I-M-M-E-R over Simmons, LOL. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> eBay says, okay, scratch the Ben Simmons comments. <laughs> ben Simmons is at $137 million. That's enough of that crap. For, for a guy, and I'm not even, you guys remember this, right? He wouldn't dunk the ball in the play. Like, he was like, oh, here, no, no, you take, no, here you go. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> Monty, you would be fun to be with at a party. I can't imagine you getting lit. Classic. I don't generally get lit that much. Mm -mm. Although there are some stories. That's cute. I remember yeah. when I had my first beer. Kenny says we need Dante Exum. That's the missing link. Man, hey, why, did, man. why didn't I wow. think of that? Man. Kyle Gunther yelled at me the night we drafted, where the Jazz drafted Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this is one of the worst picks ever. No, they didn't draft Ben Simmons. Or Ben Simmons. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, Dante careful. Exum. Don't mess that up. The, yeah, don't mess that up. Yeah. The night the Jazz drafted Dante Exum, Gunther and I were live on air. And uh, I was like, this is one of the worst draft picks ever. And he was like, ah! it was It was kind of funny. There's a reason why Ben Simmons' initials are BS. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Tanner. I appreciate that. 
I do appreciate that. Um, what else you want to talk about, Jake? Um, I don't know. Um, so how long are your girlfriend has COVID probably? Yeah, I mean, at a minimum, she got a quarantine. What would that be? If she was exposed. Son of a biscuit. What? Okay. I... Here we go. Here we go. I mean, admittedly, I have many credit cards. I have zero credit card debt. Mm-hmm. So I have to play this game where, oh, hey, man, uh, I got to spend hey on guys. this card uh, or they'll close your card down if you don't use it. Capital One just sent me a notice. You have 45 days to make a purchase or this account will be closed. Neat. You know, like, what the fucking asshole, Russian? Mr. Fucking vaccination genius scientific expert, you fucking asshole. There is so much spam the last two days. Like, I'm just trying to understand it. Like, the Russians are not my friends. So, anyway, the point is, by the way, by the way, yeah, you dick. What? I canceled my couch purchase. Yeah. <clears throat> you should have. So we, no, I shouldn't have. Yeah, you should have. We went to RC Willie the other day uh-huh. to buy a pillow, a, a sleeping pillow, and we wound up buying a <clears throat> a four thousand dollar couch. Typical. And online strippers without clothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's just everywhere. You cannot That's not get what away we're from about. it. And I, I, geez. Anyway, so. We go and we, um, you know, we we go and buy this couch from from RC Willie, mm-hmm. and my wife immediately is like, "Should we have done that?" And I'm like, "Well, we can, you know." Facetiously, I said, "Okay, well, we could, you know, we can just cancel the purchase." <laughs> Thinking she'd be like, "No, no, 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 no." She's like, "Okay, yeah, good idea. Let's cancel it." <laughs> Okay, and that obviously didn't sit well with you. No, we and I, and I get it. We don't need a new couch. No. I want this couch was awesome. Yeah, it's like a four piece, huge ottoman. Yeah, feet up, you know, beijing banging, watching TV, beijing like, banging. Like it was amazing. You know, like it is. It's you know, uh, the night guy says in the Tanner voice. Guys, guys, guys. Luca's mom's doing a live strip show without closing. Take my money. Yes! <laughs> Tanner Plummer, that people are asking us to do your voice. Ooh, look at Mrs. Monty's shoes. Yeah, I bought Mrs. Monty. How the hell does she pair. get those? Because they don't make them for men. They're like, only women's. F- no, we're all, way off track. Anyway, so I, I canceled the couch purchase yesterday, and it's just it's frustrating. Because I really wanted that couch. I really like that couch. Okay. I love that couch. Right. I really wanted that couch. And it wasn't. I get it. It's not the right thing to do. So now we're going to go eat at Morton's and Lowry's the Prime Rib in L.A. Why are you trying to get away from Astro's Ocean Club? This is what I don't understand. Why are you trying to go to Morton's? Okay, wait. Have you ever been to Morton's? Yeah, I've been to Morton's once. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? I haven't been to Lowry's. I've been to Morton's. There's a Morton's in Scottsdale. We went to it together. It's It's right in Kierland. Right next we to We did? Yes. Was right, that like a was right that a Farrah deal to, or something? I don't know. I, I, there's it is a white building with black letters. It says Morton's okay. on it. It's right next to the Lowry's the prime rib is a difference maker in your life, number one. They I've never bring been you, there. They bring you a cart of meat and they slice it right there in your face. It's juicy, it's amazing. Y'all feel me? 
It's amazing. You just said juicy meat in your face is amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. Somebody yeah, back kind of scruff it and play with it when it's wet. Yeah, somebody back me. Has anybody ever been to Lowry's of Prime Rib in Beverly Hills? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. We used to get free gift certificates here when I worked for the Lakers. The gift for the post-game radio guest was a gift certificate to Lowry's the Prime Rib. Yeah. And so at the end of the season when we have like 10 extra, they were like, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. We also, you know, it, this is what I understand about giving rich people free gifts. They also used to give the players like free stays at the Ritz-Carlton Laguna Niguel. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, hook me up. Like, I make seventeen grand a year, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Lowry's is over. No, it's not overrated. It's not. And your comment got filtered. Owned. Jake, can we get another yes drop, please? Yeah, dude, I got you. Yes! There you go, Tanner. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't mind. I, we can go to Lowry's dude. We're going to be okay. So for my birthday at the end of February, we're going to be in LA for two weeks. We're going to do the show every day from LA. So don't worry about that. Um, you know, it'll be, um, it'll be, yeah, it's going to be lit Yeah, and it's going to be amazing. Yes. Kenny, the rich get richer. I've never understood this. Why do you give millionaires free gifts? Because they're that person and you idolize them and think you'll get special attention. You won't, you won't. I'm a, uh, eBay says I'm headed to Arizona next week. Wow. Nice, dude. Tanner says, thank you, Jake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah! What's the COVID girlfriend story? Lance wants to know. Uh, the No, so she, so And we started, Saturday. by the way, we started the show with this because Jake is disgruntled over it. Yeah. So Saturday, she went and got her lashes done. And, you know, the lash lady's vaxxed. No, wait, this past Saturday? Yeah, this past Saturday. And then she had. Or no, she got them done. No, no, no. She got them done Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Thursday. And then. So, okay. So she gets them done Thursday. The lash lady's vaxxed. The girlfriend's vaxxed. Everyone's vaxxed, right? So we don't have to worry about that. That's the first thing. The second thing was that she literally said, like, I asked the lady. I made sure. The lady said, no, I'm good. You know, I'm vaccinated. I, I don't have COVID. Like, it's all good. So she goes and gets this done. And then Sunday turns up with symptoms. And so now we're in this place where we have to, like, worry about about COVID. And it just had me frustrated because it's like last week I was sick. And, and you know, there's this little head cold thing going around the family. And you're kind of dealing with it here and there. Mrs. Monty had it kind of bad. I had it kind of bad. Like, you know, like. But Mrs. Monty didn't really have it bad. I mean, <clears throat> she, she was on COVID and NyQuil for, what, four days? No, she had a, and she's sitting right here. So I mean, you can you can pipe in if you want. I mean, she she had a, I think she had a mild case of either strep or bronchitis. She went to the doctor, and she got an antibiotic. She got a Z pack, and it knocked it out. There was no strep. Let's just let's get that clear. Okay, you either had strep or bronchitis, one of the two. I think I got a little bit of bronchitis because I got a cold. Uh huh. Um. Uh, who knows? C could it have been Omicron? I don't know. I got tested. It was negative. And that's so. my point. Like, it's so weird. Like, you would yeah. have thought last week when we were sick and everything was going on that, like, we would have had it if we were going to have it. And uh, you would have thought that I would have gotten sick by now. But you didn't get to. And, and then we've got Giggity in the comments saying his wife got COVID, but then none of the family. And that's why I say yeah. that's what is frustrating like, it, yeah, about it. It's very. And unless you have tests to be able to test yourself multiple days in a row yeah like you, you don't could know miss it yeah but anyways i got a cold got a little bronchitis mm -hmm. 
Um, Z-Pack knocked it right out. I, yeah, I got a Z-Pack because I have lung issues and I didn't want to end up with pneumonia. So I was like, hey, fuck it. Let's, let's just mm-hmm. do this. They have the sniffles. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get it's frustrating. Yeah. But like... it's you. she hasn't come back positive yet, right? <clears throat> no, not officially. But she's got, you know, the diff- so the difference was, so the other part of the story, the, di- the big difference is that she has the loss of sense of, of her senses. So, like, she can take, like, the example she used was, hey, I lost, I couldn't taste the, sh- or I could taste the sugar in my coffee, but I couldn't taste the coffee. That's what she said. Like, hey, I could taste this, but I couldn't taste that. That and like the really smell, cold though. Yeah, so I don't know, and and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, so yeah. you dealt with what you dealt with. Then I got that, and then I was like, oh well, you know, she picked up the cough. You know, Monty has the cough. Like the cough's going around. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she rolls up with not being able to taste or smell certain things, and that's what freaked her out and caused her to get tested. And now all of a sudden, you know, <clears throat> now I potentially have exposure if she was positive you know and it's like the it's the potentially game that is just like yeah you know but you just gotta wait wait till her tests come back and see did when did she get tested i think she got tested sunday i think yeah sunday yeah because i was gonna see her sunday and then didn't because she, she went to get tested. Have her results back yeah why yeah. doesn't she, why doesn't I don't, she have her results i don't know i don't do you guys think we've had well jake you've had it for sure yeah i've had it for sure Brit, I tested do you positive. think mrs monty do you think we've had covid I, I don't know. If we got it, it would have been the <clears throat> recent Omicron that is, again, mild. We're triple vaxxed, so very mild yeah. triple vaxxed, and also hard to detect. Yeah, and, I, and for everybody commenting about how you're vaccinated so you don't get, like, uh, Jake says, I'm vaccinated and I still got it. The, the th- And they filtered your comment because you're talking about vaccines, but the vaccine's not going to prevent you from getting it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just going to it's going to tamp <laughs> yeah. down the, the thing. But I don't know. I You know, you know, babe, I don't know if we've had it. I, I, I begs the question. Like, yeah. then that's a tough part. I tested. It was negative. Yeah. Yeah. And like the last night, um, I wanted to get rid of this cough that I've been kind of battling. And it's much better today, by the way. Mm-hmm. But so I took a massive dose of NyQuil. Uh-huh. And I admittedly, I slept pretty well. Uh-huh. I, I, me and nighttime P guy hung out a couple of times. Right. But I slept pretty well. Uh-huh. And I woke up this morning and I wasn't coughing when I got out of bed. Yeah. And so, I, like, I have had no COVID symptoms other than this cough. Yeah. And so that's why I say, like, you know, the, the, the only difference in what the GF has, the girlfriend has, that we didn't have was the slight loss of sense of smell. Like, like I was saying... She could taste the sugar in her coffee, but couldn't taste the coffee. So yeah. it's like, is that a cold or is that COVID? Yep, I agree. The Nye guy says, Jake, you and the lady uh, need to wear those full body condoms like they did in Naked Gun. Yeah, dude. We I just guess. watched ah! Naked Gun the other week. I guess, we dude. Did. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Joshua Blaylock Dixon says, my whole family has influenza. Ooh, hope you got a, that's the flu, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, hope you got a flu vaccine. I did. Uh, Giggity says, sounds like she needs to ease up on the coffee and her, or the sugar in her coffee. I guess. So that's what I mean. So that's why I say, like, how am I supposed to feel? Am I supposed to feel like I was in danger? Am I supposed to feel like, hey, like, yeah. you know, like, right. But it's not just easy to roll with it when, you know, it affects other people. And this is what we disagree on. You know, let's say she had it and then I got it and I'm asymptomatic because I don't feel anything. I feel like 100 percent, you know. Which means they won't give you a test. But if she, well, and you probably don't need one. Yeah, you probably don't need one. And like, at this point, for you and your position, 
I don't think you should hang out with her until she's no. you know Yeah, well now yeah, so now she's not that's part of it. And, so now well. she's got to ride it out. Now you have to wait yeah. until so five days cuz it's vax and we were said five days quarantine for vaccinated individuals one way or the other. Yeah. So 5 you know, days or your symptoms have dissipated. So or you know 5 days technically 5 days, you know, if she picked it up Sunday, let's say, the symptoms began Sunday cuz that's why I didn't see her and that's why she went and got tested. So five days would be what Friday, technically. Yeah. So you this know? week. So it's like I don't know, man. It's just the whole. It's just it just sucks that there's not a definitive like, hey, this is that or otherwise. <coughs> but again, know? excuse me. Again, I would just say this is who we are now. I guess. Right. I mean, there. This is we. You're going to be exposed without knowing you're exposed. I mean, that's just how COVID works. And to eBay's point, I had COVID uh, four times in the past two years. Got vaccinated, have a booster, didn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going it's not going to prevent you from getting COVID. Yeah. Vaccines simply protect you if you get COVID, mm -hmm. uh, much like the, the flu. Um, the flu vaccine is not going to prevent you from getting the flu. It is going to help you deal with getting the flu. The coronavirus. So, you know, um, Hawkins says, is there not available test kits here in the Philippines? We have them available for home delivery. Pretty cheap. Yeah. I put an affiliate link in the description below. I bought four of them this morning on on Amazon. Um, I put the affiliate link there. You can. But you then the other problem with that, buy them on Amazon. You should buy them and take them and everything. But there's this whole thing going around about how the at home tests are a little bit unreliable. They're about eighty two percent reliable. So like you know, like I have a friend who went to a rave with his girlfriend, and they you know are like, <laughs> why you go to a rave in COVID? Like, what so are you thinking? Man. Yeah, I mean, that's a different conversation, right? Like, Buddy's going to do what he wants to do, and that's fine. But, you know, I get a Buddy. text yesterday, hey, like, I, you know, I picked up COVID, you know, because we tested because we went to the rave, but he's asymptomatic. And so, you know, he does the at-home test, and, you know, they both get positive, him and the girlfriend, and, and it's like, I don't know, that came back pretty, They, the, I guess there's, like, rules on how the at-home tests work. Like, I guess it's supposed to take 15 minutes for the result to come back, and he was saying yeah. that it came back, and, like, they were real careful with it and diligent. And he was like, it came back in 10 minutes that we were both positive. So they were like a little bit unsure if that's like a false positive because that has been going around. So I don't know. And I was like, hey, we should just go get tested, you know, or you're just going to have to ride it out. Roger wants to know, um, have you and this girl talked about this? Yeah. It seems like one of those things where you need to communicate to keep each other safe. That's a great point. Yeah. No, we've definitely talked about it. We're, we have a we're good as far as that's concerned. I mean, she's not. It's not something that we're running from, and I'm not even frustrated with her. There was nothing she would have no, like I mean, done, you know. I mean, it's not her when fault. When you get COVID, I I just I think you're it's inevitable at this point. I I live pretty much in a bubble. Other than the gym, I pretty much don't go anywhere that's high risk. I don't consider the grocery store high risk. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, if you think about it, the last high risk place we went was snowboarding over the weekend. Mm -hmm. To me, that's that, and that's outside, and well, eating breakfast <clears throat> was high risk. Yeah, we had breakfast in a restaurant at PCMR. That's probably true, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it just is a part of life now. I mean, it it, it is what it is. I mean, mm. uh, Justin Sala says honestly, this whole COVID situation has really changed how I view the medical system in big pharma as a conservative. Yeah, I think. I think that's a great point. I don't think there's any doubt in the world that the way, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. 
Mm-hmm. But the thing that's bothered me about COVID is we have no control over, you know, like getting the Regeneron or whatever it's called therapy, like mm-hmm. getting the, you know, the antibody cocktail. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to do that. Um, they determine if you're eligible or not. Yeah. They determine if you can get a test or not. Mm-hmm. They determine how you get like at some point it would be nice. You can get a test whenever <clears throat> you want. Right. But you have to wait in. You have to like you. You health the you health system. You have to answer a bunch of questions. And if you don't meet their algorithm, you don't get a test. And right. then so you got to go to another place. to. But you can buy the home tests. Sure, but I and want... And then if you get a positive, then mm-hmm. you can say to them, I did a home test and it was positive. I need to have a real test. But why can't I just go get a test? Because we ran into a shortage at Christmas time. Right, but that's my point. That's... <clears throat> somebody else is controlling yeah. that for me. Yeah. I want If I want to... Like, I would like today to go and get a test. I and, can't and do And that. I did. I signed up at Walgreens. Yeah. And, and it was the real, you know, shove the Q-tip up and... And it's the real deal. What is this? Uh, two years, I guess. Yeah. Here's Three the problem. Four years. Five. Here's years? how we can get rid of this. Wear a mask if you feel like you are sick at all. Yeah. Everyone wears a mask if you feel like you're sick. If it's a cold or the flu, like I don't understand. If you had the flu in your household, why wouldn't you wear a mask? If you had, yeah. You know, if you but, have a cold and you're going to go out, wear a mask. But look at the mask mandate in Utah. Mm-hmm. Look how pissed people are yeah, about people the indoor well, mask that's, mandate. You know what? It's because we had someone who politicized that crap a year ago, which was really stupid because we could be a lot further along if everyone would try to protect each other. Yeah, and I think Justin Solace makes a great point. Home test kits are like $24 for two. I can afford that. I know many who cannot. I know a ton of people who can't Starting afford Starting on that. Saturday, every <clears throat> insurance will cover it. And if you don't have Has any to cover insurance, yeah. Yeah. then you can you can still get a test. And I don't remember how it'll get covered, but yeah. And that's, that's the one thing I'll say about the vaccines. The vaccines are readily available and they don't charge you anything. Yep. Yeah. They're free. free. Go get it. Free, free. You know, mm-hmm. go get it. I just, I don't know, man. I, I think I just want this to be over with. I, I, you know, it's nervy to even go visit our family in LA, you know, like I haven't seen my best friend in how many years. And here, but and here's I, the other I, side like I'm going to go have probably lunch with him. Yeah. That makes me nervous. I mean, the the other thing for me is like, you know, I so having had COVID and seeing the effects of it and being triple vaxxed and everything, I I also have, I think, a bit more confidence about, okay, well, if I do get exposed, I'm going to be okay, you know, because I've been through it. I've got vaccines. Right. There's a lot of protection in that. And so it's more just like, okay, you know, how do you like that's why I say something we disagree on is is how like how I view it for myself versus how I view it affecting you guys. Like I don't worry about myself as much. I still wear a mask. I still am very aggressive with protection and like how the situations that I put myself in, but I don't really worry about me. I worry about the people around me. And that's something that like I guess we just disagree on as yeah. far as that. Kevin sends me a direct message on <laughs> Instagram, which I still don't understand. You're watching the show on YouTube. Just comment, um, dude. Yeah, I just comment. I don't understand that. And now your message vanished. But anyway, Vanish I guess mode. I guess my his his main point was at some point you need to be a man and stop being scared and live your life. Well, it, and he was talking about snowboarding. I'm not going to Switzerland right now. There was there would be nothing more pleasant to me than getting my bag packed and flying to Switzerland to snowboard. 
I cannot rightfully do that, and I cannot in good conscience do that. I look at a guy like Greg Hawkins, who's in the Philippines. You know, like if if I look at people I work with who were in Mexico, one of the people that we work with is stuck in Mexico because she she is positive and can't get a negative test. The coronavirus. I'm not traveling right. I'm not leaving the country right now. I'm I I just don't think <clears throat> it's the right thing to do. I don't want to risk my health or somebody else's. And if that makes me not a man, okay, cool. I guess I'm not a man then. I'm just not look ready to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's risky. You know? There's no doubt. I don't no think doubt. it has anything to do with No, clearly it doesn't. Bon Jovi says the, testi the testing is extremely backed up right now. I'm, a day, I'm on day 10 of COVID and it wasn't until day five that I got my result back from IHC. Yeah. Now, that's what Jake experienced at the beginning of the pandemic. In Arizona, yeah. it, it literally it, it, took two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Which, and so then, then I, you have to operate like you have it, and that's just it. Yeah. 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 We locked up uh, Novak down here, LOL, James Knight. Says, yeah, how about that Djokovic thing? And now he's free, and it's controversial. And Kenny says, yo, if you're all going to Switzerland, I'm expecting an invite. <laughs> we should all go to Park City, man. Um, I don't know. I guess to, to wrap this conversation up, I think at some point we're just going to have to learn to live our lives. But we're going to have to figure out how to how to tamp COVID down to a point where it's not killing people regularly. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen at some point. I mean, it happened with the Spanish flu. It's happened with every pandemic. Science is... The flu can kill me. Yeah. Influenza. Regular influenza can kill <clears throat> me. So I get a flu shot. And mm -hmm. I ask everyone around me to get a flu shot. Because, well, it'd be cool if none of us got the flu. And I don't yeah, understand why... Yeah, we all have why, it this year and... Yeah. You know, why people would resist a flu yeah. shot. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, my wife is an EPI for the State Department of Health. It's a little busy for her now. Herd immunity. Um, yeah, herd immunity would be great. We just need to get enough people vaccinated. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous that we have to wait on somebody else's edict to find out if we're positive or ne negative. I, I just think there's so many people getting Omicron right now. I think we set a record yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's like we have a record number of people like. There's just a lot of people testing positive and there's so many unvaccinated people getting it that it's, it's hard to have the <coughs> tests be quick. Yeah. I'm telling you the you, the you health system. That's my favorite. I mean, w like we're getting test results in less than a day through you health. Like, I mean, you got yours from CVS in less than a day. Walgreens. Walgreens in yeah. less than a day. Like and it's Walgreens crazy. was great. I scheduled it online. I drove up to the drive through they passed me the test kit through, told me exactly what to do. I did it, passed it back through, and I got my results 24 hours later. Yeah. I don't know, Steve, if I've had it. I don't think I have. I really don't think I have. I have a, this cough is minor. I'm going to take some DayQuil after the show's over. Yeah. I took, I slept great last night. I mean, I, I had wild, crazy, psychedelic dreams. Hey, that's but a NyQuil I life. took NyQuil severe that's last night. Life. How did you sleep last night? Like a baby <clears throat> out oh you took rock. it too you took it too i was yeah i was like feeling like i was a little bit stuffy again and i was like i'm just gonna take it i'm taking it and going back to, and going to bed yeah, yeah. i slept I, I i woke up at 11 43 to go pee uh-huh and was sleep drunk as hell yeah like i was you know that <laughs> haze you get it like yeah, that was weird fog, bro. but i woke up at i woke up at 4 28 this morning ready to rock and roll like yeah, i'm man. ready to run a marathon you know yeah so yeah. uh it is what it is you know it just it is what it is uh i'm with you monty my dad has stage four cancer flying home during these times is a little tricky because i don't want to get exposed on the flight and then expose him yeah greg sorry to hear that dude 
Uh, Kenny says, I haven't seen my family in two years. I'm so sick of COVID without even having it. Casey Finlinson, what's up, my, my man? Good to see you. He says, and with the shot for the flu, if you don't get it, it uh, if you do get it, it mitigates the effects to keep you from dying. It's exactly right. Yeah. Um, Casey also says, same for COVID shots. It's most likely to help keep you from dying. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, thanks, Tanner. Much love you guys. Yeah, sorry to hear about that, Greg. I know that's got to be tough. Greg, for those of you who don't know, he's kind of a big deal. He's like an actor and a model and a TV guy in the Philippines and – it's tough when you, I, a, a travel writer that Britt and I know from San Francisco, we used to be in this travel writing group, lives in Turkey. And she's also, you know, in that COVID bubble where it's a completely different world in Turkey for COVID than it is in the U.S. Yeah. Mm. Like a completely different world. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Uh, Justin Sal says, got the booster yesterday. Pray for me, boys. The second dose killed me. Oh, you'll be fine. The booster yeah. was absolutely not a nothing. I felt nothing when I got the booster. That's the other part of this whole thing. You know, like Pfizer didn't do anything to me when I got it. Yeah, like man, I didn't really. That's right. I always think of the second jab I got because Britt and I had a huge, Mrs. Monty and I had a huge fight that day. Wait till she finds out I, I pre-ordered a Cayenne online yesterday. Anyway, by the way, by the way, by the way, yesterday, yeah, right? Yesterday was a huge day. Why? Because Mrs. Monty bought an Apple Watch yesterday. So that's why we returned the couch. No. Anyway, um, no, it's not. Uh, she, and I heard, I heard you blaming me for returning the couch. I heard you. You guilted me into it. I, what kind of Apple Watch did you get? She got a 45 millimeter. Series seven GPS series seven. No. Yes. GPS. Not, not, uh, not mobile. Yeah. Not cellular. So she's officially off the, I had a weird experience <clears throat> with my Apple watch. I don't quite understand what happened to my Apple watch. Like it died and I went to charge it and then it didn't turn on for like three days. Is it weird that we're, I'm completely married to my watch. Like when it's dead or dying, it, it pisses me off if I don't have it to work out. I think that's the only thing that's going to really frustrate <clears throat> me is that my Garmin lasts for a week or more. And you need to get that dual face that pad that I have. And that thing dies like every day. I no, mine like doesn't. That. Mine lasts about 36 hours. Every one and a half, two days, I got to charge it. 36 hours is not very good. I'm no, it's not. It's not very good. But so, we'll know. see. You know, Apple yeah. Watch, they're the best, especially at the gym if you have AirPods, Greg says. Yes. But I can't live without my watch. Like if I if my watch is dead... I constantly look at, oh, and it's on the charger right now. Uh, I, I'm like, I'm <laughs> You're like, over here tripping. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it tracks my, I, it's a terrible sleep tracker. It's not accurate. Yeah, at but all. you're like neurotic about your stuff. And that's why you need the Apple watch because you want all the information and you know, I am, you can't just be like, yeah, I slept good last night. As a Steeler fan, were you nervous watching the Raiders chargers game last Sunday? Tanner, don't bring up football. Uh, Eric Devera says, I have a friend that traveled to China a while back. He was confident since he was vaxxed. And amazingly, he never got it and was really proud. But he got the worst case of hemorrhoids. It was funny. <laughs> Man, those Chinese hemorrhoids will get you. Whoa, 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 Bro, whoa. Like, wouldn't that be COVID in your bajo? If you got... Bro. <laughs> I, I don't know how the two are connected. And maybe... Your butthole and hemorrhoids? You don't know how they're no, connected? No, but like China and hemorrhoids. China. China could be all right play the music uh, I'll rewatch the stream to hear about CF the college football playoff you should Garmin for the win with Mrs. Monty love it for running Justin says dude I, I'm gonna miss it I think but 
Oh, well. Eric, I think it might be because China implemented a mask mandate and mandatory vaccination, but I really don't know. Why is... Bitter why, party of one, bitter. Why, why are vaccines not mandatory? All right, got to go. Uh, <laughs> until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Bye. Jake.